This is an AMI podcast. This is an AMI podcast. Keep the conversation going off the air. Your voice matters. Email feedback at AMI.ca or connect with us on Twitter at AMI-audio and let us know what you think about our programming. This is Double Tap Canada. Welcome to Double Tap Canada, the show where blind people talk tech. Have your say. Call or text us at 844-971-1999. That's 844-971-1999. Tweet at Double Tap Canada. Find us on Facebook. Just search for Double Tap Canada. Now here's your favorite double tappers. Oh, hello, hello, hello. Welcome to Double Tap Canada and uh, a lot of fun, I've got to tell you. And I don't just mean the music, which we've uh, clearly upped the tempo on just a little bit. Sean Priest is with me. Hello, Sean. Hello, Stephen. That is so much better. I'm dancing away. I feel awake. Thank you. Yes, I was going to ask you if you fancied a dance around my handbag. Um, so there you go. No. Okay, fine. Uh, Marco Flallow's there as well. How are Hello. you, Mark? I'm doing wonderful, thank you, gentlemen. Oh, I tell you, I was laughing so loudly before we came on here. Um, <clears throat> I actually thought I wasn't going to be able to speak. I thought people are going to be calling and co- worried about me because I, I, you know, will be coughing my way through this program only because I've been laughing so much at our Marco Flallow, who before the show uh, found a soundboard. <laughs> that you can you go online and you can sort of play all these different clips of things. And let's just say one or two of the clips that he played were not what he was expecting to play, and I was laughing like a drain for you the best be part care- of you, five minutes. you got to be careful with this stuff because, you know, I felt like we've been lacking some sound effects, you know? And, I, yeah. and back in the ra- radio days, I used to have this big board called a shortcut machine and had all these sound effects. But, it, you know, so I looked online. I figured someone's got to have created this on the Internet, and they have. And they have, and they've got great sound effects like this. No! But you got to be very careful with what you play, because there's ones that just are inappropriate, so we're just not going to hit those buttons. We're not going to touch those ones, no, but I have got to say I was laughing a lot. Um, <clears throat> wow, uh, yeah. Anyway. It's so tense right now. I know, I'm, pl- worried, I'm praying he doesn't press anything else, I know. Oh, I did <sighs> find the one that I wanted, though, which was the... Oh, there we are. It yeah, what was that, 95 or 98? That was Windows XP. What? Ooh, XP? Yeah, I was going to change wow. the whole show beginning. I was going to start with this. Careful. <laughs> then go into this. Then do yes. this. This is Double Tap Canada. Then do that. Oh, yeah. I like it. Starting again, apparently. Yeah, that's right. Start the show all over again. (laughs) (laughs) Hello, hello, hello. Welcome to the show live. (sighs) Well, anyway, look, we've got lots to talk about this week. Um, If I can dry my eyes here. Uh, No dry eyes for me today. Okay, so look. Let's go on with the show because there is a lot to talk about. We're going to be discussing the Surface Grow, Surface Go. That's what I'm trying to say. Surface Go. Let's start the show right. again. Let's just start yeah, all over we again. We should start the show again, shouldn't we? Yeah, play that, this play that woman is again. There she is. Tap Canada. Hello, hello, hello. I've become even more Scottish as a result of this music. Stankfires here. 
Yes, that's right. Thank you. Hello. 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 So, look, you can get in touch with the show if you uh, think you're brave enough. One eight four four nine seven one nineteen ninety nine is our number. You can also uh, text that number as well. Uh, you can email us as well. <clears throat> now, the email address is a thing of beauty around here. Uh, so, what is it this week? It's feedback at ami.ca. Have I got that right, Mark? Ding, 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 ding. I don't have the ding sound effect, but yes, you got that right. We're good with that one. I get in so much trouble every week, don't I? The boss always gets in touch and he says, Stephen, what are you doing? Um, so, yeah, this week I've got it right, I think. Yeah, but it's uh, not so to do with the email address. That's just email. No, that's just that, exactly, that's right. I mean, pretty much it's like, you know, you know where the show started and then where it ended? Everything in between was terrible. Um, <laughs> that's generally what I hear. Uh, but no, listen, uh, the email address is feedback at ami.ca. That's how to get in touch with us. You can, of course, call 1844-971-1999. Uh, like I said, we're going to talk about the Surface Go laptop because uh, you got one, Mark. Have you opened it? Have you opened up the box? I've, yeah, I've absolutely opened the box. I will actually reach over and back here. Hang on, I gotta put the headphones down on the floor. Hang on, there. Okay. I have How it in my big hand. is that room? <laughs> I have it in my hand. It's all a sound effect. It's not that. It's not that it's a large room. It's just a short cable on the headphones. Oh, I see. Short yeah. arms. Terrible. Um, nice design. I love this. It actually, the design is quite nice. It's very reminiscent. So of this the, is like a laptop, then, is it? I mean, it is a laptop. I mean, it's, it's it's full laptop design, and they're going after Chromebooks with this one in terms of right. you know price and performance and stuff like that. But um, Definitely a much better build than a Chromebook. I mean, this feels like a nice, genuine laptop, instant on, beautiful keyboard. They've done, you know what? Microsoft has come so far when it comes to hardware. They've really, they've really got this right, and I just wish that I could, uh, could force myself away from that Apple ecosystem. Well, I, that's the problem for me. Yeah, there is the ecosystem that's the problem. What about the the Windows version on there, Sean? Is it is it Windows Ten S that it's running? It is, yeah. It's a strange old version, Windows 10S. Now, the limitation on Windows 10S is that... Sorry, Cortana was just trying to set this oh, up. Oh, you've literally just turned it on for the first time. I, I told you, I'm not, I'm not looking at I haven't actually yeah. had a chance to open Always researched. <laughs> Windows 10S, the limitation is you can only install apps from the Microsoft Store. Um, which, as we all know, from oh, an accessibility see. point of view, isn't great. It's a no. bit like the Mac, you know, where it locks it down. The gatekeeper, is it called, where you can only install apps from the Mac App Store. Um, but it's easy to turn off. It is a, an option. You can go into activation and uh, change it to the standard Windows 10 Home. Okay. Um, well, we're going to talk a bit more about it and hear uh, from our listener, Rebecca, as well, who is uh, sharing her views on the functionality of it, how it works. Uh, I think she's quite impressed. So, uh, well, I'm saying that. I haven't had the full review, but my impression was she was impressed from the email she sent through. She uh, shared some audio that she recorded with us. If you want to do the same, feedback at ami.ca. Just record on your smartphone or on your tablet or in your computer itself. What are you laughing at? What's are, you, are you really solicited, soliciting uh, listener reviews so that yes. we don't have to do it you just exactly <laughs> what do you think i'm going to do any work i've told you i'm against homework uh, i got it considering Take a yours note. is still in the box there mark yes we are no! Oh, no, 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 no. give the guy please, the keys to the car and this is what happens please be careful with that soundboard we know what it's capable of and this is live Yes, that's a good It's point. only our live, careers live, that depend on Live, live, okay. Got My it. wife wants the garden redone, right? And, you know, this is kind of, everything hinges on that. So, know. you know. Closing the window here. 
for your wife. Not for you. For your <laughs> Thank wife. You. Thank you. Um, yeah, so let's, uh, we'll, we'll get into that a bit later. We're also going to talk about the Ring Doorbell this week. We thought we'd start a new feature on the show. Yes, a new feature. Uh, hang on, let's just stop. A feature on Double Tap Canada. Yes. Uh, and yeah, has. <laughs> we thought we'd talk about the Ring Doorbell. Uh, because uh, this week we thought what we'd do is we'd tear down a piece of kit, just take one piece of kit uh, and really look into what it's capable of. And uh, this week we're going to start with the Ring Doorbell. I got the, the new version, version 3 Plus. Mm-hmm. Um, the, Ring, the lovely people at Ring sent me one over to try. And um, yeah, it's got some really nice features to it. We're going to talk about that today. Uh, but uh, we'll also be talking about an app that you can download which makes the uh, whole Ring Doorbell experience better that you found, Sean. Yeah, that's right. I mean, I don't really understand why it exists, but it's called Rapid Ring and it just connects and makes the video calls to your video doorbell a lot faster. It's weird, mm. but it works. So, yeah, we'll talk about that. Uh, but uh, look, before we go on, um, I, I want to say we were right last week. For once, we were right about something. Um, well. <laughs> well, we say we're right, actually. We're still not entirely sure on this. Uh, but what we did say was that John Prosser, the uh, renowned uh, leaker of information about usually Apple events or Apple products, uh, did in fact go on to Twitter pretty much about a minute after our show finished last week. A minute after it, it felt finished. felt like that, didn't it? It was, yeah, I think it was. Uh, and he'd gone on to uh, suggest... Yeah, exactly. He, he obviously give it, he's been getting advice from us, uh, which is very dangerous. Except the um, advice that's wrong. Yeah, exactly. Uh, he was. Uh, we were talking last week about another event coming up from Apple, possibly in November, mid-November, and we kind of said roughly. I, I just threw uh, the 18th in as an idea, but someone said to me that was a Saturday or something. Can't remember what you said. No, seventeenth, seventeenth. If, if only there's a way we could go back and listen to the show. I could go and check these things. But since there is no way to do that, you could always download the uh, any uh, podcast uh, application of your choice and just ask it to play Double Tap Canada. That sounds like homework, and I've told you I'm yeah. against homework yeah. and everything it stands for. Uh, I'm not in school anymore, Mark. You can't force me. November seventeenth. Um, yeah. So November seventeenth was the date we actually said. Uh, well, you said, I think. And, uh, yeah, it seems to be the rumour that's going round that that is when the Apple MacBook event will happen. Um, and that's where we'll hopefully see the new ARM-based Macs. And, interesting, you mentioned Windows 10S uh, on the Surface Go um, only being able to download apps from the App Store. That's kind of where we're going to be with um, these ARM-based Windows machines, but not necessarily with the Apple MacBooks. Um, you know, you will be able to run other software on these ARM devices on some kind of emulation of sorts, I guess. Um, mm. So we'll get, in, we'll get into that. But, yeah, looking forward to hearing about these uh, new MacBooks. I'm kind of holding off for one of these. Are you going to get one, Mark? you thinking you'll get a, an ARM-based Mac first time? Not, not for a while. I mean, I'll probably get my hands on one to test for a little bit and then just return it when I'm done with it. But uh, mm. I've invested a little bit too much money in, in computers. What? what? It's immoral. What? You can't do that. Isn't that, well, you, isn't you, that you know the what? rental policy at Amazon? Yeah, that's right. <laughs> it's a rental, 30-day rental policy, yeah. Uh, and, of course, as you know, uh, Sean, he's so good at getting into the kit once he gets it. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. What was he that, Cortana kicking up away. again? Yeah. <laughs> Welcome to your new Windows 10 Surface Go. Remember before the show when I threatened to just leave? Yeah, you did do that. Um, we're very sorry, Mark. We are sorry. Because we don't know how the buttons work around here. And we, we're terrified we open that, that terrifying window again on your computer that would play that horrible spewing sound. Um, anyway, let's get into the, 
the surface go because uh, we uh, do have a fantastic review coming up from uh, Rebecca. Um, like you say, Mark, it's a laptop design. The Surface Go, I'm pretty sure, tell me if I'm wrong here, and I probably am, but I thought that the previous version of the Surface Go was more like the Surface Pro, where it had the kickstand at the back, but a much smaller form factor. Correct, it this, was. this is now a laptop. So yeah, they've like gone with the full laptop on. design so that you kind of get yeah. everything and don't have to worry about buying accessories for it. Um, the one thing it lacks, though, is it, there's no pen support on this machine. It's only only touch support, which is kind of interesting. But oh, I mean, they have to, okay. have to give and take every once in a while, you know. But it is it is a 10.5 inch screen on the Go Two. Um, sorry, it's it's a Go Three now, aren't we? I think it's third. I'm, I'm not yeah. quite sure. Yeah, I'm not where it is. And it's I just, think it is. I think it is the third version because um, is it yeah, like Apple had... where they just say the new? Yeah, that's right. Pretty there. much. <laughs> So yeah. Until you look into the tech specs, you realise it's the third gen. But it, I mean, in a laptop format, does the pen make sense anyway? I mean, a touchscreen makes sense, but I'm not sure a pen does. Can you fold it flat, the screen flat, and use no, it? No, no. It's like it, so. Here's here's what I'm realising. Okay. Um, so there's the Surface Go Two. This is the Surface Laptop Go. Yes. Oh, that's they're, okay, that makes they're no separate sense. devices. So there right. still there still is the Surface Go Two which has the separating screen and the pen support and is, is just like a smaller version of the full surface. Oh, so but they're seeing this as almost a third category then? Correct. I'm, I'm realizing this now as I go through the categories on, on Microsoft's own website. Um, Research. Yeah, tell me about it. Good I'd have done to, that. Good time again, to do that now, eh? Told you, homework. Um, no, not for it. So I have the one. The one I have here is the Surface Laptop Go. Um, which is full full fledged laptop. I mean, there's, it doesn't it doesn't go 180 degrees. It's just a 90 degree laptop, um, trackpad, everything you know to your fingerprint reader. You know, full full keyboard. Really, really beautiful design in terms of you know the consistency with the laptop line. But uh, but you know to get down to that price, they have to sacrifice some things. And one of those is you know operating system and pen support and and processing power. Mm, well, okay. let's be honest. I think this absolutely crushes the Chromebook. When you compare price for price and the specs, I mean, the, yes, the top processor, I think, is an i5. But still, I mean, I think this actually, it just kills the Chromebook. Oh, well, I think anything does, really. I mean, no harm to the humble Chromebook. I do Oof. like the Chromebooks. but We'll get emails, feedback well, at look, I mean, ca. <laughs> uh, what was the old email address again? Uh, <clears throat> send, send, that, send them to that one. Uh, no, I mean, it, it's... Running the Windows 10 apps off the store, that obviously is a bit of an annoyance for the screen reader people because NVDA isn't going to be there, JAWS isn't going to be there, you're going to have to rely on narrator on this. Five seconds. Um, it takes five seconds to change it to home. It's not an issue. You, so you, you could, in theory, go and stick Windows 10 Home on this. It's not like you're stuck with this then. All you do, you go to activation, You go. it takes you to the Microsoft Store, and there's a switch to Windows 10 Home. Click on the Get button and bang you've got windows 10 home simple as that. I, I want no money changes hands for that no money totally free what? easy to do wow i thought that you're well, impressed no, now you're no, in that case that is an is a chromebook killer it's an everything killer <laughs> wow that's that's pretty good uh, okay look we got this review in from rebecca let's play this in because um i was really gl glad that rebecca did this uh, she's been in touch with the show a lot over the past few uh, few months or so so uh, let's hear what rebecca thinks of her new surface go Hi, this is Rebecca. I'm going to give you my impressions of the Microsoft Surface Laptop Go. This is the 128GB model with 8GB of RAM, 128GB of storage, and i5 10th generation processor. 
It has a 12.4 touch screen and it weighs just over two pounds. The thinness of it can be compared to the MacBook Air. It's very thin, very light, very easy to carry in one hand, which I like. Now, this device has a headphone jack on the left-hand side, USB-A port, USB-C port. Anyone who has a whole bunch of USB 2.0 and 3.0 devices, go to Amazon, get some adapters. I found two of them for five bucks. Has a USB-C on one end, and on the other end, it has USB 2.0 or 3.0 port. Right hand side has a magnetic charger. Take it off the charger. You just put it back on the charger by aligning it up to the port. Once it's properly lined up, it'll just click into place. And sometimes the narrator will let you know if it's charging. That's the simple layout of this laptop. Now the keyboard is very unique. It has on the bottom row your control key, the FN key, the alt key, spacebar, alt key, application key, left arrow, up and down arrow, right arrow. Now the up and down arrows on this keyboard are slightly smaller than the left and right arrow keys. Now on this keyboard, you do not have an insert key. So you'll need to use your caps lock key as an insert key, and you only have one control key. That will take some getting used to. I am not used to only having one control key. The unique feature about this keyboard is that narrator will announce when your function key is locked or unlocked. FN lock off. FN lock on. When the FN key has his lock on, if I press Alt F4, I will get to Shut down Windows dialog taskbar. Bang. The shut down Windows because I'm right now, I should be sitting. Taskbar pane. I'm on the taskbar pane. So when the FN key is on, I can get my F1 to F12 keys back. FN lock off. When the FN key is off, and I try to do Alt F4. Volume level 98. Volume level 100. The Alt F4 now becomes whatever the OEM manufacturer desires. In my case, it just happens to be volume up. FN lock on. Now, you can leave the FN lock on, and you will have your standard function keys. The only problem is that Narrator seems to be the only screen reader that lets you know what the status of the FN key is. I have not gotten this to work with JAWS or NVDA. Now, getting back to the top row of keys, from left to right, you do have your escape key and the F1 to F12 keys. To the right of the F12 key is the power button. It is in a little indented rectangular area. It's set off from the rest of the keys, has like a rubbery, very distinctive feel to it. It also serves as your fingerprint key when the laptop locks 
or when you are trying to sign in using Windows Hello. There is no Face ID on this laptop. It is just a fingerprint ID. To the right of this power button is your delete key. Again, three distinctive features to note about this keyboard. No dedicated insert key, only one control key, and the FN key toggles between the pre-assigned keys from Microsoft versus the F1 through F12. I hope this is helpful. I like this laptop. It is worth it alone for the fact I can carry it in one hand and it's very light. I didn't mind buying the extra adapters for the USB-C and I still get my headphone jack. So that concludes my initial impressions. It is worth to buy if you really want to check out the Surface line of laptops. Well, thanks very much for that, Rebecca. I really appreciate you sending that in. Some really interesting thoughts there. The first thing for me, of course, is that insert key that I've brought this up before with you the don't Surface. Like that. Yeah, it does. I mean, I must admit, you know, Rebecca's absolutely right. You can use the caps lock key as an alternative, which you could do anyway, I guess. But, um, yeah, I don't know. I mean, that, that does take a bit of getting used to. Um, I, I think I'd have to if I want one of these. And I must admit, everything else sounds pretty nice about this. Um, yeah, I, I, I kind of like it. The size interests me, though, Mark. What about that keyboard? I mean, I'm not going to suggest for a second that you are like me with the fat finger syndrome, but do you have fat fingers, and is it a problem? Uh, I mean, I've got lots of problems. I don't think my fingers are fat. How do we compare? What, what's um, the qualification here? <laughs> uh, do your fingers fit the keys? <laughs> yeah, on, the, honestly, the keyboard is, um, if I compare it to, to just the, my Apple keyboard here, it's, it's, mm. it's a full-size keyboard. It's probably about uh, a quarter inch narrower uh, across the entire key uh, keyboard, but that's just you know uh, you know from key to key. That uh, yeah, it, it's full size. It, it, it's no, no nice issue whatsoever. Yes, it's I'm, nice. I'm interested by the lack of the right control key. Does anyone use that key? Is that a, a, a screen reader a Jules thing? I've never noticed it. I've never used it. No, I can't say I've had any need for it. I think it's more useful on a on a Mac than it is on a PC, to be honest. Um, but no, I wouldn't wouldn't be too worried about that. And I have to say, you know, just just picking up on that point you made earlier about the uh, Sean you made about Windows 10s, you can just quickly change that to Windows Home, I, I, Windows 10 Home. I think that is absolutely the selling point for me. That that makes me interested in this. Price wise, starting at seven hundred and fifty nine ninety nine Canadian. Um, so it's you know it's a cheaper option than a lot of the other options out there, and you know if you're saying size-wise it's on a par with something like a Magic Keyboard in terms of that keyboard size um, from Apple, you know that would be uh, that would be quite a nice little uh, computer. I, I think I might be intrigued by one of those. It's lovely. I think yeah, this is a be. really nice offering it, it, yeah. because the Surface range of laptops have been, you know, high-priced premium. Um, products and and this I think fits in nicely. I think they've done a good job with this. I want one. Mark, I'll have yours if you're not using. It. <laughs> I'm gonna send this back in about two weeks' time. It's a U.S. election, then send back a computer. Uh, <laughs> can it can it go via Manchester, England? I'm yes. not sure that's the route that FedEx will take, but. Uh, 
Look, stick around. We're going to take a short break. We're going to talk about the Ring Doorbell soon. Uh, we're going to be getting into that, tearing it down. Also, a fantastic app that you can pair up alongside your Ring Doorbell to make it easier for you to access in a hurry. More on that to come, plus your feedback here. If you want to get in touch, 844-971-1999. What's your thoughts? Do you want a, a Surface Laptop Go? I'm not giving one away. I should point that out. Although we could give March away just for a laugh. Uh, 844-971-1999 is our number. Email feedback at ami.ca We'll be right back. If you love Double Tap Canada, why not check out Double Tap TV with Stephen Scott and Mark Aflalo every Tuesday at 8.30pm Eastern on AMI-TV. The latest tech news, hands-on reviews, exclusive interviews, accessible to all. Find out more at ami.ca slash Double Tap. This is Double Tap Canada. We'll be back in a moment. This is Double Tap Canada. Have your say right now. Call or text 1-844-971-1999 or email feedback at ami.ca. Now back to the show. Uh, So, you know, I don't know if you've been hearing on AMI, but uh, there's a fantastic James Bond movie every Saturday night. What is it? 8 p.m. Eastern, Mark? Oh, you're putting me on the spot now. But yes. You and I been... <laughs> Look it up, Mark. I, I very appreciate how you do this. It, uh, you're in charge uh, of Google. Did you not know that? I'm in charge of... That's how of... this works. Oh, lordy, lordy, lordy. I love the James Bond films, even the cheesy early ones. They're, they're just fun, aren't they? Mind oh, you, well... you've, never, you've never watched any, Stephen, is that right? Yeah, thanks for, thanks for spoiling that line. Yeah. Uh, yes, uh, I've never watched... I was just going to say, do you know what? I've never watched a Bond movie in my life. Um, or I think it's time Wars. to start. Or Indiana Jones. 9 p.m. No, Eastern, Fridays and Saturdays. 9 p.m. Eastern, Fridays and Saturdays. Check your local listings. Um, this week, uh, I couldn't tell you. <laughs> Ask your doctor week. if yeah, James exactly. Bond is right for you. Yeah. Um, I will uh, find the schedule for you so you can find exactly what is going to be on this weekend on uh, the James Bond. Uh, this is on AMI-TV, but there's a, a companion podcast uh, as well, which you really must check out, because what they've done is, and I think this is absolutely brilliant, they, and even for me, I've never watched a movie, and this kind of made me want to. Uh, they, are, they are audio describing, it's like one or two movies at a time, and kind of audio describing the gadgets and the gizmos that are in the movies, oh. and this is, I mean, let's be honest, that's why you watch a yeah, James Bond movie, isn't it, for all the great gadgets and gizmos. So look, uh, wherever you get podcasts, you know, go and find it. It is absolutely brilliant to to uh, listen to uh, the James Bond uh, podcast from AMI. Uh, you'll find AMI Audio uh, that does that. And, of course, you've got AMI TV on a Saturday night, Friday night as well. Uh, at, a View uh, to a Kill tomorrow and then a Living a Daylights. A on, kill? On, oh. It's a James Bond movie. And, a um, and to a Kill. You would know the theme. You can't. You can't sing it because then we've got to. You know, oh, James Bond battles it. a technology mogul's plans to destroy Silicon Valley with earthquakes. <gasps> oh, it's so relevant to today, isn't it? Though, <laughs> yes. <laughs> and then Saturday, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Oh God, Saturday. How do you guys? Do, you guys at home? How do you listen to these guys? Um, Nine p.m. Eastern on Saturday, <laughs> the Living Daylights, which is a which is a fun one. The Living Daylights. Stop singing it because we have to Sorry. pay for. Sorry. I don't think that's classed as singing. I think we're safe. Oh, that's yeah, true, yeah, actually, yeah. yeah. I think you're what okay. was it? Is it the HomePod or is it Google devices now that have got this feature built in that you can hum at them and <gasps> it will work out from what you're humming what the song is? I think it was the Google devices that are, that are getting this in an update. Um, 
I think the That's home cool. pod is, is maybe going to get it as well. You can just hum a, if you don't know what it is. If you, you know that way, you get a song in your head, and you're like, "What is that song?" Mm. Uh, and you're like, "What is it?" And then you just sing it, and it uh, apparently, you know, the machine will tell you. Which I think is amazing if that is even That's possible. Pretty, I mean, I've got all three here. Maybe we could try it out later. later. Okay. Live. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Let's do it live. Yeah, well, live yeah. demos are great. Aren't oh they? yeah, they yeah. work out really, really well. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Really. Definitely. Uh, so let's talk about Ring because uh, they've got some new doorbells out, and you know, I, I loved the promo that Sean did for the show on social media for us. Uh, where he uh, said, we're going to discuss uh, uh, video doorbells and we're going to ask them all-important question, like, what is a video doorbell? Um, I suggested that we go further than that and uh, say, what is a door, uh, what is a bell, and what is video? And, uh, I think you'll find I did also say, <laughs> even though it's obvious by the name, or something like that. I uh, didn't no, hear that, but I was too busy no, laughing. There's no such thing as a stupid question, Stephen Scott. We don't assume things, all right? Have I said that to you before? <laughs> I was lying if I did. Uh, but th there it is. Uh, but no, uh, the, the new uh, Ring Video Doorbell 3 Plus is the one I've got. Uh, the, the, Ring, the wonderful people at Ring sent me one over to try. And um, it's interesting because I, I had up until then the Ring Video Doorbell first gen. And I'm going to be honest with you. If you're thinking about buying the brand new one versus the older one, you might get on a, a deal on either. Well, Prime Day's gone, hasn't it? But, you know, bef you know, whatever the Black Friday, I guess, is next. Um, then, to be honest, I would go with the cheaper one because there wasn't a huge amount of difference. I mean, there's some nice new features in the 3 and the 3 Plus, uh, which we'll talk about. But truthfully... They, you know, if you just want a video doorbell that someone pushes the button and it instantly makes it available to you, uh, you can connect it to your Amazon Echo devices around the home and that creates a network of speakers and, and ways to communicate with your uh, doorbell, then I think that's great. Those features are available from the first gen all the way up. So I think that's yeah. pretty good. Um, but why but is yeah, a video I got, doorbell? It's a doorbell uh, and people appear on video when you press the button. They've been around since the 80s, I believe. Okay. Sorry. Thanks for explaining that. Now I know. <laughs> uh, but, you, you know, these are pretty cool because, the, you know, in the old days you had, you know, a thing in the house that was kind of connected up to the wall and had a little screen on it and a handset and all that. Uh, whereas now you've got your smartphone and when someone presses that button on the ring doorbell, you know, your your phone will come up with a notification saying someone's at your front door and you can answer the door there. Uh, like I say, you can also now connect it via your Amazon Echo devices. Why is that, you might wonder? Well, because Ring is owned now by Amazon. It was a separate company, but it was bought over and consumed by Amazon. So Shoot. they've obviously brought in the, the yes, they've brought in yes. the new uh, features that connect the smart all together. Speaker support. Yeah. Do, you have a, do you use it, it with well. your smart speaker? I do. I love yeah, the features. Yeah, great. I've actually does. used it to talk to the door, and the uh, the Echo Show that's in my in my kitchen automatically turns the video feed on immediately when the doorbell rings, so you can see who's it there, does. which is pretty cool. That right? always confuses me, though. I always think, can they actually hear me? I'm always screaming, hello, hello, at it. But it's just a video preview that automatically starts when it when someone presses the button. That's right, isn't it? Yeah, that's right. And uh, video preview starts, and then I think you've got to find the button. Whereas what I do like about the Amazon Echo, and this is the thing, a lot of blind people might choose not to get the Amazon Echo Show because it's got the screen. And as much as I've, I've had two Amazon Echo Shows, it, well, yeah, I've had two in my life. I got the five-inch one, pointless. The eight-inch one, it's okay. Um, but, you know, if you've got little vision, it's kind of pointless, to be honest. I mean, one of the big bugbears for me with the Amazon Echo Show is that when you ask certain questions like, you know, what's on my calendar or what's the weather today or even this week, what will happen is it will bring up a display 
and it will say, here's the weather. <laughs> You're like, okay, what is the weather? That's uh, But it's just showing you on the screen, which is great. And yes, it does have voice view built in, so you can touch the screen, you can get the information, but it just seems like extra steps you don't need, whereas with the Echo Dot, it's audio all the way. And what I love is that you're able to answer the door and talk to someone at the front door using the audio device, the, the Echo Dot or the Echo Medium or the Echo Big, if you're so disposed, or the Echo Bigger, which is the Echo Studio. Um, oh, my God. Yeah, I've got an answer of all. This. Yeah, yeah. Are you taking notes? I have, I have a use case for you, though, for the – I know that you say, you, you know, if you have no vision, the, the show is kind of useless. But mm. the shows are the only models that have the cameras built in. So if you're – if you want to video chat with someone, um, your loved ones and stuff who do have vision, then the only way to do that on your end is to have a show with the camera on it. That's true. And, and actually, one other benefit, in fairness, is uh, – and a lot of people like to do this. And I think with – am I right in saying that with uh, the new Echo Show 10 that's coming out – it's not out yet – the one that follows you around the room, weirdly. Um, that will have Netflix support um, as well as having the ability to watch content on Correct. Amazon Prime. Yeah. What's good about that, I think, is there are a lot of blind people who don't necessarily want to sit in front of a TV watching or listening to their content. They might want to watch an audio-described you know, film or uh, a series on a device that maybe is connected to a decent Bluetooth speaker or through a hi-fi or whatever else. And, you know, having an Echo, you can do that. I don't think, Sean, tell me if I'm wrong, I don't think you can run the Amazon Echo or um, Prime Video through the Amazon Echo Dot. You'd have to have the show for that. Am I right in saying that? Yes, you would. Yeah, no, you, you can't do that. Obviously, yeah. you could stream it through a Bluetooth connection from a Fire TV stick onto that, but what's the point? Yeah, true. Um, that's one way around it. But, yeah, the show is good for that. Can we go back um, to the doorbell for a second? Because I have, yeah, the, I have yeah, the Pro, and uh, the Pro is an interesting one because it doesn't have the battery pack, which Oof. is which is kind of um, it's good and it's bad. It's good in a way that it's a smaller footprint. It's a lot narrower, so it fits on door frames that obviously don't necessarily support the uh, the full you know three doorbell. But of course, if the power goes out, you lose all all connectivity to it because there's no backup whatsoever. Um, and, and installing it is you know as simple as just disconnecting an existing doorbell and using the wires that are there. However, most doorbells, in older homes especially, require you to change the actual transformer that's somewhere in your home, likely in a wall or an electrical room. And it, yes. it took me over a month to get this thing properly installed because it was never getting the voltage it needed mm. to, to properly connect to Wi-Fi so it would constantly talk to itself and this thing, you know, trying to connect, trying to connect. I just prefer the battery. Yeah, you know, that's I, and that's why that's my use case against against the doorbell pro. Um, yeah. Even though it had a better camera at that point in time, now the doorbell plus and the, and the doorbell three with the battery and the better camera um, is definitely, I think, a better buy. And the quick release battery as well. So you have one screw. Uh, the first version had two screws you had to take off, and pretty much you, you had to take the whole unit off the wall and then plug yes. it into a charger. Um, the new one I've got, which is the same, it, it feels the same size, but the difference is that the front uh, comes off. So it's just a little bit that comes off at the bottom, the, the, a little cover. And then there's a quick-release battery you can take out. The smart of approach, which I've done, although I'm still waiting for it to arrive, is I've bought a second quick-release battery. That means I can charge one up, and then when I have to, I just swap them around, and it's, it means it's always on. What, how about um, battery life are you getting out of that, like six months or so? It's, yeah, it's like yeah, it's something like five six months. Yeah, no good. way do you get six months. The oh, you'd be so, of parcels you, you get delivered. <laughs> oh, that's a good point. It's, it's yeah. ridiculous because well, let's not forget you also yeah. get the motion uh, alerts as well. So I turn those walks, off. 
Yeah, well, I know. I think they're really good, especially now with the latest update. Well, I'm not quite sure when it was brought in, but recently, it recently now yeah. you can have it that it only recognises or gives you alerts when it's actually people. So when a bus goes past, it won't go off. But That's if smart. someone walks up to your door or walks past your door, it will recognize that it's a person and then only alert you. And that works yeah. really well. I'm telling you, also, my dog has been trained so perfectly. When, <laughs> when she hears those chimes of the motion alert, which is the default sound that you get when you... Yes. And you know somebody who has a ring doorbell because no one goes to the effort of changing the chime. My That's dog, true, yeah. My dog still can't do her business outside. But the second she hears those chimes, she is at that door going, who is here? Let them in my home. I need to get pet. Which makes it so annoying when the ring advert comes on. Yes, exactly. Or when someone else's doorbell is going off and they happen to have their phone with the sound on in your home. I know. It is horrible when so that I've cha- happens. I've changed mine. And it took about a week and now she's trained to that one. Yes. They, they um, are great, though. They, they are really useful, even if you know, you're b- totally blind or visually impaired. The video aspect, you, d- you don't even have to worry about. No. But it is nice to have that for security. If you do subscribe, you can save every video what's, clip of someone What's the cost of that? Do you door. know the cost of that? I've been trying I to figure it out. It's not a lot of money. It's like tw- I mean, I know in here in the UK it's about 25 quid a year, so whatever that relates to, about a million Canadian dollars? Yeah, a million, million, million. <laughs> That's right, yeah. Right. Um, <laughs> But there but, are you know, other brands. I mean, Ring isn't the only brand. You, you know what, Yuffie. though? Sean, I've, I've tried a bunch of the different brands. Yeah. And at the end of the day, Ring is the one that's been the most consistent, less really? hassle. Yeah, always connects on time, never a delay, never an issue. I know you're going to talk about the Rapid Ring app that actually sped things up in the process. But no other video doorbell that I've tried, and I, I, I beg people to, you want to send me one and I'll try to prove otherwise, has mm. been as good as the Ring video doorbell. Wow. Well, that is interesting because I thought the Nest would have been a good competitor no, here. Nest, tried, hello. Yeah. yeah. Because I, 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 th- I, I must admit, at the beginning of it, I, f- I wasn't sure. The version I had, it was sometimes slow to connect. It wouldn't always. But the new one, um, I think it's because it's got 2.4 gigahertz and 5 gigahertz oh. Wi-Fi. I've also got the Chime Pro, which is a, an addition, additional thing you'd have to buy. Well, really, all it does is it's a bridge between your Wi-Fi network and and the door if it's too far away from your your network. All those issues, you know, because the device is outside, uh, you might not always get perfect signal. So ideally, you want to have something close by. So if you've got a Wi-Fi router or maybe a a mesh network and you've got one of your disks or whatever close by, that's fine. I don't. So I got the Chime Pro to be that bridge between the door and the the, the Wi-Fi connection. there are a lot of benefits to this and you know let's not forget the main reason why this is great if you're not at home having the ability to know who's there who's been at your door uh, if you you know the amount of times and you know you guys know i get parcels a lot uh you know for that reason it's so nice to be able to say to the guy or the girl sexist um to say hey do you know what uh just leave the parcel on the door and um you know i'll be i'll be back for it <laughs> hope no one steals it um which is you know the, the hope. But uh, anyway, look, we, we do want to mention this app because you, you picked up on this uh, a while back, Sean. I haven't downloaded it yet, I'm ashamed to say. Um, but, you know, I'm going to listen to what you've done here and uh, we'll see what you, uh, you've got to say about this. This is the Rapid Ring app that Sean is uh, going to demonstrate for us for the Ring video doorbell. This is a high-speed how-to on how to make your Ring video doorbell work faster. Hmm, sounds strange, but... Let's go! What is it? Do you have a Ring Video Doorbell? 
They're great, right? Except for one problem. They can be just so slow. Whenever anyone walks up to your front door or presses the button, you get a notification on your phone. Cool. But when you open that notification to talk to whoever's at your front door, the Ring doorbell app seems to take forever to start up and start the video call. I've actually missed parcels because of it. Delivery men don't wait around. But don't worry. I've got a fix. How does it work? Ring are aware of this problem and have released a companion app for the Ring video doorbell called Rapid Ring. Rapid Ring is a cut-down, stripped-back version of the main Ring video doorbell app that is able to connect and start a video call with your doorbell much quicker than the other Ring app. Be aware, though, that you do need the main Ring video doorbell app installed in order to use Rapid Ring. So you need both apps. So let's do it. Once you've downloaded Rapid Ring from the App Store, open it up, and the first thing you'll be asked to do is log in using your Ring account. So just sign in using the email and password for your Ring account. Once you've signed in, the next thing you need to do is enable notifications. What this means is that all the notifications from your video doorbell, when someone presses the button or even walks up to it, will now come from the Rapid Ring app instead of the main Ring video doorbell app, which is obviously what we want to do. So when you hear this message, first tap the gear shake icon to enable notifications from your chosen Ring devices. Go to settings button. Double tap on the go to settings button. On the settings page, you'll see a list of all the Ring video cameras that you own. In my case, I've only got the one. Front door, all notifications off. Front door, all notifications off. But if I swipe to the right, enable Ring notifications button. Double tap here. Alert! Rapid Ring would like to send you notifications. Allow button. Double tap on allow, and you're done. Front door, all notifications on. From now on, whenever someone presses the button on your Ring video doorbell or it senses any motion, you'll get a Rapid Ring notification on your phone. And when you open it, you will find that it's so much faster to start a video call with whoever's at your front door. No more missed parcels. Additional information. You can also use the Rapid Ring app to start a live view of any of your Ring cameras. And again, the connection is established much quicker. Now, as why this is faster than the main Ring app, I have no idea. But hopefully, Ring are working on this so we don't need two apps when really we should only need one. Anyway, that was another high-speed how-to. Boosh! Sean, yes, uh, fantastic. I'm going to get that downloaded after the show. I'm really ashamed to say I haven't downloaded that yet. Sorry, Sean. I know. I did tell you about that about six months ago, but it's you fine, did. Stephen. No, it's okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right, look, we're going to take a short break. We're going to come back with your feedback. Lots and lots of your feedback to get through. 844-971-1999 is our number if you want to join the conversation this week. You can leave us a voicemail there or uh, get in touch live on the show when we go live. Or you can email us feedback at ami.ca. Stick around. Double Tap Canada will be back after this. Hey, Double Tappers. Want to get involved? Call the show now at 1-844-971-1999 or email feedback at ami.ca and have your say. Hey, listen, I, I'm dancing here. Are you Should dancing, be. Mark? Oh, yeah, this music's way better. 
I'm chair dancing. That means I'm not standing up. I'm sitting down. But your legs are dancing, dangling, right? Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> it's not because you're too uh, short like me, though, right? <laughs> or oh, the chair's too high. Yeah. So always the chair too high. Uh, okay, look, let's get into some feedback, shall we? Uh, we've sure. uh, got lots of emails. We get text messages, uh, voicemails as well. Let's go to this one from Hugo, who's been in touch with us. Hello, Double Tap Canada team. This is Hugo from California. The fires are under control, finally. <laughs> Good. We are fine. I do have a question about the iPhone 12. But before I get there, I want to share a piece of technology. Mm-hmm. I found a handy cassette 2 player slash recorder by the American Printing House in a box in a garage. It's mine. Cassette. And I found a tape to go with it. So I'd like to share a little bit. This is what I was listening to. Side 2. Harry Potter and the Sorcerer's Stone. Oh, wow. By J.K. Rowling. Continuing on page 48. I'm going to pause it. Just to show you that this cassette does have four sides, I'm going to flip the switch. I'm going to play and fast forward to the fourth side. There. Is it fourth side? Yeah. Side four. Harry Potter and the Sorcerer's Stone what? by J.K. Rowling. I can speed it up. Continue on page 150. <laughs> and up the front. Down. Anyway, it's in good condition, except it doesn't hold a charge. But I've been able to play other cassettes that I found. Unfortunately, I don't have the whole series. This is the only cassette I found for uh, for Harry Potter. <laughs> so <laughs> there you go. Uh, anyway, hi, Sean, Stephen. Hi. Hello. My question is to Mark. you guys, and even Mark. Oh, there it is. What, which iPhone 12 are you guys going to upgrade to? Uh. I figure definitely Steven is, for show purposes. Oh, I'm interested in upgrading <laughs> to the iPhone 12 Pro Max. Ooh. I have a couple of reasons why I do want to. Uh, number one, I have an iPhone 10 that doesn't get some of the features like uh, voiceover recognition. Plus, it's three years old. So, by jumping to the Pro Max, the main thing I'm interested in this particular device is uh, uh, because it, it is a bigger phone, it has a bigger battery, I can turn down the display down to zero, get really long battery live. I am not sure uh, how much drainage the 5G feature will cause on the phone, so I just want to be ready in case it is a battery hug. And, of course, the LiDAR technology is available on both devices. I'm interested to see what either Apple or maybe these other developers, such as the developer that does the app Clue, that's the L-E-W, which uses the camera to guide you around. Maybe they can do something with the LiDAR to measure how far objects are when they're guiding you around or you're creating a route to follow. So... I think at the moment uh, it's just going to be for gaming, but I'm sure somebody will come up with something. Mm-hmm. And, of course, I'll have to wait to get this particular device because uh, the Pro Max pre-orders will be November 6th, mm-hmm. and they'll start delivering on the 13th. Uh, same thing with the 12 Mini, but uh sounds like a cute device, but I'm not interested. Uh, the 12 Pro uh, will be out in October, so... Um, I gotta decide quick, but I'm I'm leaning towards the 12 Pro. Which phones are you guys interested in? Mm. And have a great job. Can, can I go Thank back you. to the you cassette go. for a second? Yeah, I know. it's amazing. Side, isn't it? side four. <laughs> no, I can't can quite someone ex- that. Can someone explain that to me? How does that work? 
side four of a cassette. I like no, I that. Uh, okay, well, you guys, I mean, hopefully Hugo can let us know because I'm curious as heck now. I mean, wow. I remember using some weird stuff at school that could do things that didn't even make sense then, um, you know, that kind of along those lines. Two tracks, uh, but, you know, you d- but I mean, there's forward and backwards already with the two sides. Yeah. So how do you get a third and a fourth side? I don't get it. I have no idea. It sounded like you he was selling the tech it. You guys, you know. It was, it was cool. <laughs> it did. It sounded like he was, he was doing an ad for eBay. Um, what yeah. phone are you getting, Stephen? Well... I was really tempted by the 12 Mini. And I think everybody expected me to say that. Uh, Not because I'm showboating, by the way. Uh, Not just before the show. For my own benefit. Although Face ID does put me off. But I'm thinking if I'm going down the route of Face ID anyway. Which you are. And I work from home most of the time now. Would the Pro Max maybe just be a better idea? <laughs> then you get the best of everything. I mean, you know. You've always got to go top oh end, God, haven't eh? you? But like well, there's LiDARs in there. Was yeah. that a terabyte of storage on there, too? Well, yeah. Oh, why not? Oh, yeah. yeah. Two terabytes. It's all about the battery life, isn't it? That's, that's what it's about. When you go to the Pro and Max sizes, it's just about the battery life. Well, it's interesting you say that. I saw a teardown today uh, on uh, someone who'd ripped them apart and said that the Pro and the Pro uh, 12 and the 12 Pro had the same battery. Same, yeah. Oh, which is interesting. Wow. It's yeah. not going to be the same on the Pro Max. I mean, the physical no, size no. Is, is far larger on that one. But uh, I, I just find it funny how the, um, the Pro Max and the Mini come out at the same time. Um, yeah. But I guess you know it's production lines. But um, I'm skipping it this year, guys. I'm actually not really? going to. Yeah, I'm not going to. I'm not going to do. It. I, I will get my hands on um, the mini and the Pro Max um, for the sake of the TV show to talk about it and to get our hands on it and share it with our viewers. But um, I'm not keeping it. I have no. There's, there's no compelling reason when I'm stuck at home, locked down for who knows how much longer, with no access to 5G. With Wi-Fi mm. everywhere, I don't need a screen that's a couple, you know, point inches larger. It doesn't make any sense for me. The battery life doesn't make sense for me. And the only the only thing on that phone that really seems as sexy but isn't mature enough yet is LiDAR. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. I agree. Yeah, I agree with that. No, I agree. I- no, I agree more. Strongly, I agree. Uh, because, you know, the thing is, the 5G thing is a, is a no-no for us. I mean, in the UK, it's, there's nothing much to... Brian Gaff got in touch this week and he merely said, you know, what's the big ex- obsession about 5G? It's so immature at the moment. What's the point? And, and I agree. I think we're a year away from anywhere near decent 4G reception. So, um, yeah. What, what about you, Sean? Are you going yeah. to get one? No, no, I, I agree with with Mark. I just uh, there's nothing there that that draws me in apart from the uh, you know the the classic four design, mm, which yeah, I do yeah. love. Uh, but aside from that, no, I've got I feel no need to to upgrade. It, it, it's strange. Um, the iPhone 13, that's the one. <laughs> yeah, that's it. Yeah, I want the 14 now. I'm I'm looking forward to that. Uh, okay, look, uh, Mark, we got. A- text message in um oh, okay. i don't i don't mean to sound so uh, surprised by that but we did we got a text message but we are. <laughs> kamal i think it was that got in touch with us yeah it looks like a kamal hafar hi steven genghis kamal hafar here i have a couple of comments first i was wondering if you guys can mention prices in canadian dollars uh when you uh, discuss products and such given this program is broadcast primarily in canada second is it uh, yeah it is it's a, uh, oh, look, we yeah, let me we look outside to. for a second yeah, no, no sign of Donald Trump anywhere. Um, oh wow! 
<laughs> um, second, uh, this may not be a bad idea to mention what time you broadcast your program live, as it's not mentioned on the podcast. That's a very good point. We're on 8 p.m. Eastern time. That is uh, 5 p.m. Pacific time if you're in Canada uh, on the West Coast uh, uh, on AMI.ca. There you go. Um, okay. Well, uh, we also got uh, some uh, messages in as well. One from Brian I mentioned. He's uh, he's not keen on the new iPhones either, is he? Or at least there's, there's a feature we didn't mention that he wants to bring up. Um, you didn't mention the new iPhone's flat sides. Um, I think this will make them more comfortable to hold and less apt to slip and be dropped. Although it has been mentioned in certain circles that 5G is only partially compatible in the UK, uh, as we're opting for low, low band uh, for some implementation to get better on the coverage side of things. To me, the ideal iPhone will be thicker, have touch ID of some sort, uh, and could have a bigger battery and allow to have a be- not have a camera bulge on the back, which uh, could also mean that there's space for a 3.5-inch headphone jack. I kind of agree. No! Oh, oh no. I, listen, you know, there's still audiophiles and, and people out there who like to plug in their headphones and I can't I, know. I can't disagree with that you know I I miss that and the fact that there are other phones out there that still do it are, are great but um the interesting thing about the design thing that he mentioned Stephen here is that and 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 Shauna you know as opposed to the iPhone 4 which had the the stainless steel ring around the uh, the, the the sides and then the screen yep. was on top of that so it kind yep. of bulged out so if you dropped yeah, it you dropped wrong. it onto glass right whereas this one it's sandwiched inside it so it feels so much sleeker in your hand. It really feels like the if if you had a chance to feel the new iPads, it feels like that kind of really really thin design, which is really oh, sexy. That's appealing. Changed my yeah. mind. No, that one. is appealing. The Can iPad Pro say, is a gorgeous design. That camera bulge on the back isn't that the weirdest design ever? Yeah, you know, when you think of 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 apple and design and yet you put it on a flat surface and it wobbles about it's just steve so jobs would never, never have allowed that never let it happen i know no he would never weird. have let that happen um but yeah uh look uh, that's it we're almost out of time but i do want to say uh because i know people will be concerned i know i was uh, but we have uh, heard from tiffany this week so yes tiffany's fine good i'm glad to hear that because i like hearing from tiffany i like to know tiffany's there uh look that's it for our show this week thank you so much uh, so much i want to tell you about i got a new uh, i've been buying like crazy right i, I need to, i need to stop buying things yes you do intervention i think it's, it's getting dangerous uh, but i did uh, i'm going to talk about this next week i got a VR headset oh, that I'm so much fun. very excited about. I know, uh, and I can't wait to play with Mark, and I mean in VR. Um, that doesn't make uh, it fair. Yeah. <laughs> Can we do the TV show in VR with each other? I think we could do that. That would look kind of strange, though, on TV, wouldn't it? Like, we don't look strange already. It's <laughs> a good point. Add yeah, some bulbs so- to our heads. Yeah. <laughs> well, we're going to talk about that, and I'm also going to talk about my new cup that I'm very excited to tell you all about. All that on the way on the next episode of Double Tap Canada. Uh, that's it from me, though. Marco Flalo, Sean Priest, thank you, guys. Thank you. Is it a protective cup, or is it the kind you drink from? Oof. Thanks Don't for ask. listening, and keep your feedback coming. <laughs> Call 1-844-971-1999 and leave us a voicemail. Email feedback at ami.ca. We're also on Twitter at Double Tap Canada and on Facebook. Can't wait till next week? Ask your smart speaker to play Double Tap Canada or listen on the podcast app of your choice. Thanks for listening. Catch you again next time. This was an AMI podcast. For more accessible media, visit AMI.ca.
Hi, I'm Jenny Bovard. Join me monthly for Low Vision Moments, where I speak with awesome guests about some of the amusing things that happen when you're blind or partially sighted. Watch on YouTube or download Low Vision Moments from your favorite podcast distributor.